0: Welcome to the Hill City Church Podcast. We are a church family located in Springfield, Missouri. You can learn more about us and support our ministries at hillcitysgf.org. Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill, hill city. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And this is the word of the Lord. Now listen, we're going to do something different, so I need you to respond to me here. This is a new thing at Hill City. Today's a day of gratitude. Are you with me? We, listen to me, we're thankful for this. I just read the word of God. Yeah, yeah. Listen, so when I say this is the word of the Lord, you all are going to say thanks be to God. Let's try it again. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh, let's go. You can sit down. <laughs> Woo, my name's Brad, lead teaching pastor of Hill City Church. Can you believe this? Just stop. I know you've all done this a hundred times. Look around. Look around. Not at the building. Not at the building. Look around at the people in this building. Holy cow. God did this. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to hold this together today. I'm gonna try. Like, I'll catch eye contact with people, and I'm like, I can't, I'm gonna turn my head away from y'all. I'm just so emotional. I've been emotional for the last few days. Listen, there are so many thank yous, right? That We could just spend spend the rest of our hour here giving thank yous to people. So many people sacrificed. And I won't name names. I'm just telling you, I know of stories in this church where, where people didn't buy a house that could have bought a house. And they put it off so that they could help and give so that this building could happen. There are people who did the same thing with vehicles. There are young college students who quit buying Starbucks so that they could just give something. So that we could be here today. Just amazing stories. And can I listen? Last Sunday, are you kidding me, family? Are you kidding me how we moved into this place last Sunday? If you, you should have seen this. If you didn't see this, I mean, there was a group here. There was a group over at the theater. I don't know who I was over at the theater. I, I was here. And like, I mean, I'm talking, we had like little Rocco grabbing stuff, sweating, moving things, right? I mean, he's this big. We had we had middle schoolers. I, I mean, I, I saw like Mira and Reagan, like they're carrying stuff and sweating, and th- and their dads are kind of mean. They're like, "Get to work, girls!" Right? And then and then we had high schoolers. I mean, I I, I saw. Uh, I mean, B- Big Brady was here carrying stuff. I'm like, "You carry my stuff for me," but like all ages, and I don't even know who was at the theater. Unless those are just a few names. I could name hundreds. This is amazing. I want to. I do want to thank two people for sure. I want to mention their name. I didn't ask permission. Neither one of them are going to like it. Your executive pastor, Michael Robinson. What lesson? Just. I'm just telling you, the work that he did that just allowed our staff to just keep going and what we, you know, what we, we didn't have to worry about so much here, and he just, he, he just took so many blows, took so many bullets, and then he's, he's so organized, he is a gift to this church, I love him, he's a brother, and he's awesome, and then I believe next gathering we're going to have a guest with us, but I'm going to honor him in this gathering as well. So Clay, you guys are like, I don't think I know Clay. You don't know Clay. Clay was the general contractor for this project. He was here from the beginning, and he saw it all the way through the end. And I don't know if you know the world of general contractors, but here's how it works. When things go poorly, it's their fault. And when things go super awesome, nobody talks to them or cares. Like that's the life of a general contractor. And Clay, listen, God, by his sovereign hand, had Clay be the general contractor of this building. And I know he's not here, but can we just please honor Clay and give him a hand? So many more thank yous. And ultimately, guys, I'm saying thank you, but can we just, we all will resonate. Listen, to God be the glory forever. Amen? Like God did this. So what is today? Today is a milestone moment. Okay, it is marked by excitement. It should be. If you're not excited, if if this like if this doesn't stir something in you, man, something is up, like like this is a gift. God, God gave us something here, and it's incredible. We should be excited this morning. You don't have to, you don't have to you don't have to hold it down today. Okay? You're fired up, maybe it's tears, maybe it's just a shout. I don't care, but like you you should be excited. And what we should do is do our very best to always remember this day. It's a milestone. It's a big moment. So two, scriptures, uh, two, two, two passages of scripture come to my mind as I think about this. First in Joshua, he, he, hear me out. So, so here's what it says. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan. So they're going into the land and they crossed the Jordan. Well, the Jordan just dried up and they, they walked across. The Lord said to Joshua, choose 12 men from among the people. One from each tribe and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan. From right right where the priests are standing and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where, where you stay tonight. And in the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And when it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. And these stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever in other words God did something incredible and God said don't forget it and when your kids ask you about that just remind them that I'm incredible and that I'll always be there for them and that I'm faithful is he faithful Hill City so there's another passage of scripture the second one now we sing a song right come now Fount, the very first song that we ever, ever sang uh at Hill City and the very first song that we sang in this building uh, and, and there was a line in it and it said, here I raise my Ebenezer. Now listen, I don't know about you, I didn't use the word Ebenezer this week. Anybody? It's not, not, not something we usually talk about. But that's straight out of scripture. Let me give you some context. So, so Israel, they, they were repenting of their sins. They, they, they had drifted from the Lord, they were repenting of their sins. Sins. And Samuel comes and he's offering a sacrifice. And the Philistines knew this, so they planned an attack against Israel. Well, here's what God does. He does what only God can do. He shows up and he drops some, like, thunder that just caused major confusion among the Philistines. And Israel was delivered. And in 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12, it says, Then Samuel took a stone and he set it up between Mizpah and Shin and called its name Ebenezer. For he said, here's what it is, till now the Lord has helped us. In other words, all the way up through today, the Lord has been there and he has helped us. Hill City Church, that's our story. The Lord has helped us every step of the way. Now here's our reality. We as a church, we have some momentum. Now, we had some momentum for whatever reason. I believe the Lord's hand was upon us for whatever reason. He's blessing Hill City Church. But then we get something like this, and this building creates even more momentum. That's just a reality. We were here Thursday night, and salt was here. 350 college students in this room broke this building, and it's the biggest salt that we've ever had. Okay? But then, yeah, it's amazing. But listen, but... There were about 400-plus people here because a bunch of you all showed up. So we invited our covenant members to this room. It was incredible. And as we're leaving, one of the adults, Gavin, he just walked up to him. He said something very simple. but I thought, man, that's profound, and he's right. He just looked at me. If you know him, he's, kind of, he's got a big personality. He said, God's doing something. He's doing something. I think that's exactly how he said it. He's from Ozark. So anyway, Listen. We have momentum, but what this does is this brings us, Hill City, this brings us to a fork in the road. We're here today, and this momentum has brought us to a fork in the road. And I want you to just imagine with me maybe two signs that, that tell us what, which, where each road might lead. And this road over here says, says a monument, a monument. Like, go this way, and you will be people of a monument. And then this road over here, the sign says a movement. If we want to go this way, we'll be people of a movement. So, my question today which way will we go? A monument or a movement? So, let's talk about a monument. How will we know if we become a people who are in love with a monument? Proverbs 14.4, I love the Proverbs, so much wisdom there. Here's what Proverbs 14.4 says. It says, where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. Right, now we know, we, we know historically, like, oxen was like, that's how you got work done. If you didn't have an, an ox, you didn't get work done. So in other words, the Proverbs is saying, listen, where work is getting done, things are going to get dirty. So I'm gonna say this with all humility. I know of some pretty clean churches. We will steward this building. We will steward it well. We will care for this building because God gave us this building. It is a gift. We are blessed with this building. But for all time, the people of God were only blessed so that they could be a blessing to others. And that's how we are going to treat this building. So again, I ask, how will we know if we become people who are about a monument? When we look at the shape of this building... And the, and the physical shape and, of this building. And, and like, like the, is it dirty? Is it messed up? Is it, is, it, is it got some dings and it got some cracks? Listen, when that becomes more important than the lives of those in the building, we know that we have chosen the wrong road. When we become more concerned, and we care way more about the crayon and the marker that gets marked on the walls by the kids, when we care more about that than we do, about the child who, who, who put the crayon on the walls, we know that we chose the wrong road. When we get grumpy about parking and how it's crowded and we couldn't find a spot and it's hard to find a seat, when we get grumpy about that, we will know that we have chosen the wrong road. When this building is only being used two to three days a week and it sits empty four to five days a week, we will know that we chose the wrong road and we became people who were about a monument. No, thank you. No, thank you. This building is going to get used. Walls are going to get hit. Floors are going to get dirty. Things are going to get broken. And we are going to welcome all with hospitality. But it's even more than that. See, we are gospel people here at this church. The gospel is a matter of life and death. So we're going to practice hospitality like lives depend upon it. Because we believe that lives do actually depend upon it. So much so that we, we won't even be able to use the word hospitality because it's more than that because lives depend on it. So we're not just going to practice hospitality. We're, we are gospel people. We will practice here, hospitality. Now, listen, some of you are like, does he know how to read? What did he just say? I said, Gospitality. Gospel, hospitality, Gospitality. In case you're wondering, the L is silent. (laughs) Gospitality will be a thing that defines our culture. Where hospitality isn't happening, the work of the Lord is not being accomplished. Where hospitality isn't happening, a building is more important than the lives of those in it. Where hospitality isn't happening, we lose our minds over crayon on the walls. Where hospitality isn't happening, we throw fits because we can't find a parking spot. When hospitality isn't happening, this building stays empty, but boy, it's shiny and sparkly and clean. No, thank you. Over here, a sign says, a movement. How will we know? What happens when we choose the direction that says a movement? And I want you to hear this this morning as an invitation to all of you. Come with us down this road that says a movement. In a movement, we realize, just like Moses did and just like the psalmist wrote, that, that, that yeah, we come to this building, but it's Jesus that is our dwelling place. Amen, Hill City? We will serve our King, King Jesus, with all that we have, and we will be a city on a hill that cannot be Hidden, and our posture is going to be this Welcome to our new building. It is awesome. Come in. Welcome to our new building. It is incredible, but only for a little bit. Look at that, because the next thing we're going to say is, Look at our God, because He's even better. We can only look at the building for a little while, then we got to point our eyes to Jesus. So, what is it that this movement looks like? Well, quite simply, it's our mission. It's our mission. It's our vision. What is our mission? Together. You're going to see it every day. You're going to see it together. We love God. We love others. We make disciples of Jesus. It's that simple. That's what we are about here. That's what God has called us to do that is our mission, but listen, I wanna take the time because uh, just about uh, six, seven months ago, uh, we came together with some elders and directors and some lay people and we, and we talked to a lot of you and, and listen, we have a vision for this church and a vision that takes us all the way to 2026 and I know we have a lot of new people here but you need to understand where we are going here at Hill City Church, where the spirit of God has led us and is leading us. So I'm gonna share with you our vision. And I'm going to ask you to jump on the train and let's go. It's a 2026 vision. By 2026, Hill City Church is marked by our authenticity that drives us to joyful dependence on God through prayer. We'll talk about that in a minute. We regularly baptize multi-generational believers. Since 2022, we have seen over 130 people pass from death to life. We have welcomed over 75 disconnected families into our church family. We are people who serve God with purpose. We regularly send disciples to homes and neighborhoods to love others. And we have sent over 100 men and women to the nations through short-term and long-term missions. We have planted two Salt Network churches in major university cities. While Hill City Salt Company in Springfield provides discipleship and community for over 500 university students. We equip and care for people of all stages of life in our church. Over half of our church, over half of our church community is prioritizing truth by committing to learn within our comprehensive discipleship plan. We are known within our community for equipping families for marriage and parenting. We provide a safe place for care through in-house professional counseling accessible to our congregation and the people in our city. 2026, our building is nearly paid off and being used weekly in measurable ways for the good of our city. And in all that we do, Hill City, our eyes are fixed upon Jesus and His greater story, His kingdom come, His will be done in this generation and the next. This is where we are going. Prayer. This will be a place of prayer. Prayer is the most productive thing that we can do as Christians. You want to get something accomplished, pray. Look around you. Listen to me. Prayer. This is evidence. As a believer, you want to get something accomplished, get on your knees and pray. This is going to be a place where we go to God and we pray, but also this has to be a place where we come and we hear the kind voice of our Father. The kind voice of Jesus is what we want to experience in this place. We're going to be a place of prayer. Baptisms. I want you to know since we started this vision six months, seven months ago, we have baptized 26 total since August. Good. Um, we have eight people that are going to right now be baptized on our first baptism Sunday here on the 26th. We already have eight people to be baptized. Okay, That's amazing. Hey, We have two people are going to be baptized on Easter. So just let me take a minute. Some of you, you are in this room. You have not followed the Lord and obeyed. You've not followed his command to be baptized. And you believe in him. You follow him. You've passed from death to life let's go, let's go, will it be you? By 2026, we will send 100 people to the nations. So far, since we launched our vision, we have sent seven people on short-term mission trips, we've sent two uh, on long-term, that's the vials, they are still in Italy, they, will be back, uh, they won't be back until August And this year alone, we already have 25 people planning to go on short term and one person going on long term. We're going to Paraguay and we're going to Perugia. It is happening. People are being sent to the nations. We will keep doing this. Will you go? Equipping. We said we wanted over half our church participating in our comprehensive discipleship plan. So, Last fall and then this spring, we have a total of 262 people who are taking part in our Bible cinema, uh, seminars. 262 people said, yes, I'm going to give evenings, I'm going to give mornings, I'm going to sit and open God's Word, I'm going to learn about it. We have 320 of you that are in city groups. SALT. Our college ministry is called the Salt Company. By 2026, we will have 500 salt college students coming regularly on a Thursday night. I believe that's going to happen. And you need to know something. If you're new here, maybe if you've been coming here, this isn't going to change. I'm I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you this in love. and I'm just going to ask you to join in. College students are not a side hustle for us. We, we, go, we go get them on purpose. They're not just this like tag-on part of our church. They are an integrated, very important pillar of our church. And listen, so many adults came Thursday night. And it's funny. Those of you who have been around, maybe you've never, that you, and some of the adults that came Thursday night, they've been around. And they did, they're like, yeah, shoot, I'm in. But then they came to assault on a Thursday night, and they walked out going, okay, I get it. I get it. My prayer That if you don't get it, that you get it. That's what we're going to do. Church planting. We are going to plant churches. And we're going to plant churches in major university cities. We are praying all the time that God would raise up church planters, that they would come here and be trained, and that we send them out to major university cities. Can I tell you something? I don't, I'm praying about this. I believe the Lord's going to do it. Like this is how, we're this close. That's how close we are. We are this close to having a church planting resident join our staff in 2023. This close. Who we will then send out to go plant a church. Will you join me in praying for that church planter? That potential church planter. We believe God is moving and we are going to plant churches Listen, we're not going to be a church that says, hey, come and see us. Come and see us. We put on a great show. You're going to love it. You're going to have a wonderful experience. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. But we we, listen, we don't think about that as we think about coming to this place to gather. Outside of you experiencing Jesus, okay. right? That's why we don't do a lot of smoke and laser lights and stuff. Because we're not a come and see church, but we're also not a please stay, please don't leave, please don't leave. So we don't do a lot of ministries here. We don't just add a bunch of different ministries. Like we have a direction that we're going. We are part of a movement. So if we, please, please don't leave, please don't leave, please, please don't leave. I'm not talking to people getting up right now. I'm talking about, (laughs) that was bad timing. (laughs) I'm talking about people, we don't beg you to not leave Hill City Church. We do want you to come, and we want you to be willing to go. Go plant churches. Go to the nations. And we will, with urgency, proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called us out of darkness into His glorious light. And then we were going to send others to do the same. Um, Can I tell you something, Hill City? So we're here, we've just begun. Like, we, we're at the starting line. And I know some of you don't, some a lot of you don't know me, okay? But those of you that know me, you know me. Do, do you think, listen, I have learned that whatever state I am there with to be content. I try to, I do that like Paul, okay? Contentment's good. Listen to me. Complacency is not welcome here. We are not stopping. We've only just begun. If you want us, if you want to put it into cruise control, if you want to be complacent, then I know that 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 you are thinking about this road that's about a monument. And I'm saying, please come with us and be about a movement. God is using us, Hill City. You got to recognize this. He is absolutely using us. Let's keep going. Will you keep going? Parents and grandparents in the room, just wave at me. Parents and grandparents, come on. Your kids and grandkids are going to pass from death to life in this place. Your kids and grandkids, my kids, will be baptized in this place. Here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a day, and there's going to be a big group of people, and the elders are going to be around them, and we're going to be praying over them, and it's going to be your kids. And we're going to be sending them to another city to plant a church where there's a major university. Your kids. Your grandkids. They're freshmen. They're going to come to school here in the fall. They're going to be so excited, and they think they're going to graduate from Missouri State. Now, some of them are going to flunk out, but we're not talking about them. (laughs) I'm talking about the ones that are going to come here, and they think they're going to graduate from Missouri State, but little do they know that God's going to grab their heart, and they're going to transfer. They're going to transfer to another university where we're planting a church to go help build a salt company at that university. That's going to happen at this church. Marriages are going to be restored in this place. Sins are going to be confessed and people are going to find healing in this place. People are going to discover God's purpose for their lives in this place. Amazing things are going to happen here at 2050 East Traffic Way. But make no mistake about it, the most important thing that's ever going to happen in this building and it's going to happen over and over and over again is that the name of our King Jesus is going to be lifted high again and again and again. The good news of Jesus, it's the greatest news that you're ever going to hear in your life and we're going to proclaim it over and over and over again. It's called the gospel and it is the power of God to deliver that Jesus died for you. That he was buried, but he didn't stay there. He rose again and he, has, he ascended into heaven. And it is only by his spirit that we will be able to make any kind of impact in this city and beyond. It's only by his spirit we'll be able to plant churches. It's only by his spirit that we're going to be able to baptize people. It's by his spirit. As, his words, as God's word tells us, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. All this is only going to be made possible because of Jesus. Will you be a part of a movement? I'm just going to ask you some questions. I want you to reflect. What are you going to do with your life just for the next five years? Like let's transport five years from now and then we look back. What's that story of your life going to tell? My prayer is this. That you look back and you say, listen, I didn't even know what I was doing, but I jumped in on a movement and my whole life was changed. There's a story. Some people in our church, I won't mention their names. If you come ask me in private, I'll mention their names to you. I'm just not going to do it from up here. Listen, it's unbelievable. They've given their time, they give their energy, they've given money they've given their sleep and I'm just telling you had you known them seven years ago 10 years ago 15 years ago and I told you hey this guy is going to be doing this and he's going to and you'd be like you're out of your mind you're out of your mind there's no way because here's what I know what happened these people that have done this they a lot of their longtime friends they're like dude he's lost his mind he's crazy what's he doing he's given all of his time to that church he's given his money to that church He's, he's he's like well I don't who like and what happened is even some of their longtime friends, the people I'm talking about, some of their longtime friends, they've got them to jump on the Hill City train, it's been awesome. But some of their longtime friends have been like, dude, he's crazy. I, I don't this is not this is not who I knew. What happened? I think what happened is they just woke up one day and said, Man, I want my life to count. I gotta be a part of a movement. I gotta be a part of something. You know what Jesus does? It's crazy. He's been doing it for thousands of years. He takes the most unlikely people and he does what only He can do. He infuses their lives with purpose. Will that be you? Father, to you, be all the glory. In this room are people who believe in you. They've believed in you for a long time, but they are not living with purpose. God, I pray in this moment that your spirit would infuse them with purpose, change their lives, change the way they spend their time, change the way they spend their money, change the way they spend their energy, change what they think about, infuse their lives with purpose. Father, I know for a fact in this room there are those who do not believe in you. And even now, may may your spirit invade their heart and you cause someone to pass from death to life in this place and infuse their life with purpose like they've never known. God, we ask you to do that in this place today. We ask you to do that in this place thousands of times over and over and over. Continue to use us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Will you stand with me? So here's what we do. This is a time of communion and a time of prayer. We're going to have people standing across the front. And it might be that you want to pray that God would give you some purpose. It might be the time for you to confess sin. It might be just a time that you want to come and pray for some healing. It doesn't matter. We are going to be a place of prayer. And then each Sunday here we receive communion. This is a way that we rehearse the gospel, the greatest news that we've ever heard in our life. We rehearse the gospel. Here's how this is going to work. Very similar, but just let's, let's give each other grace today. We're going to have two stations right here. We're going to ask that all of you come to these two middle aisles and make your way. Now we're going to have two stations in the middle for the back half of the room, so four stations total. But what we want is we want you guys to come to the middle, work your way the middle, and then go exit on the outside rows. That'll help us out greatly. This is a meal of gratitude. Amen. God is so good to us. He's so faithful. He's never going to stop. Let's continue to celebrate. Come to the table, Hill City.